This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. She made her ex up in the Sims. What else? What else? Ben Schwartz won't answer questions. What else? It's unbelievable. John Wolf just struck again. What else? Glow. Glow. Yeah, Jake Hurwitz and Amir Bloom. Orlando Bloom, you mean? Orlando. Not Orlando, but they magic though. Me undies, never having camel toe. Ted Bundy, yeah, cause I kill the flow. But you already know. Fake names, real questions, confessions, learned lessons, unprofessional. Yeah, but the more you know, Carpe Diem, gotta seize the cheese. But I need some help with the birds and the bees. Bad me, not bad you, but you do you. And this is the part why I bid you adieu. And hand the mic over to these two Jews, cause this is if I were you. Yeah, cause this is if I were you. Wow. That was tight, man. That was actually really good flow. I taught this guy a lot. What um, do you mean? His name is Matthew. Matthew. And you taught him, you said? I just taught him shit, like flow and shit, beats and stuff like that. How do you know him? Um, Oh, his rap name is MCMR, which I think I taught him. No. And then attached, you'll find, yep, theme song. Oh, it's a parody of Low Life by Future and The Weeknd. Oh, cool. Two other guys that are sort of under my tutelage. What? <laughs> and then... Hey, oh, this hey, guy... I was going to let it slide with MCMR. <laughs> you don't... Sorry. Future and The weekend. You yeah. Think? You know that song that goes, Ask me if I do this every day, and often. Yeah, you think you came up with that for them? I think I taught them how to do... Like, I didn't teach them how to say the lines, but I taught them to be like, All right. How, how do, do you, you know do them? What do you do often? What do you do often? You taught, so it is you leading them into writing it. Right? <laughs> this guy's, this guy has a SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash MCMR music. So if you want to hear more of that tight, tight flow, check out MC, uh, soundcloud.com slash MCMR music. Very tight. Um, we, this is a, a first for us. We, we thought we'd be able to use one of our live shows for today's episode. Silly us. We thought of the four shows that we recorded in this past week, we would be able to use one of to them. To use one. For whatever reason or another, not even worth getting into. Um, 
uh, we those those episodes will exist as a special moment between us and the audience that day, and that makes it all the more special. Which is kind of beautiful. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, we landed as soon as we could, rushed home, and now we're recording, and we're just gonna upload it straight up, straight yeah. up online. So we've been traveling for twelve straight hours, and now the ride really begins. Exactly right, because this is it's it's a good recap episode because we just experienced their shows in Washington, That's in, true. in Brooklyn, in Boston, in New Haven. Four shows, four cities, five nights. We're magic. We're uh, what's what's after hungover? Like if you're hungover a lot, dead. I'm. Fr- I guess fried. Oh yeah, you're more just like sizzled. I feel a little empty. Oh, I see. I feel just like like you had a certain amount of joy in your body, and you used so much of it over the last six days. I'm spent, especially because it wasn't just like your typical tour where we just party. It was like party, perform, and also. I saw my parents. Oh, yeah. It was like a homecoming show. In Brooklyn, we had like all of our friends and family there. Our best friends were all there. Then in New Haven, you had your literally extended family there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then we also had Allison on the show. So we had like so many different like emotional energies, so much joy Mm. here, there, reunion joy, performance joy. In Brooklyn, we showed... The first two episodes of Lonely and Horny. That was maybe... It's really tough to think about highlights for the show. That's probably up there. Yeah. Uh, We started in D.C., which was one of the best shows. I mean, they're all great, so it's weird to say one of the best. They're all... They were all tied for the best show. The DC theater was really awesome. The Howard Theater was awesome. the DC show had some of my favorite jokes. There was that guy who brought... this guy, he yelled the name Chinry yeah. when we asked for names. <laughs> and I was curious, and I asked him about the name Chinry, and then he confided in us that he had made a list of six names. That's right. So, so reading all six of the names that he had written down was really fun. Do you remember some of the other names that he was going to yell? Uh, I think one of them was Vag. Yeah, the last one was Vag. Yeah. No, the the fifth one was Vag, and we're like, what about the sixth one? He's like, well, Vag women. Vag was a woman's name as Oh, right, he five. wrote Vag twice. Yeah, and Vag as a guy's name was number six. You really had to be there. <laughs> but actually, I, still, I think that's funny kind of regardless. And then DC on Wednesday night was really fun randomly. We thought Wednesday would be more of a chill night. Yeah. But we spent, um, I know I spent $80 getting into a, a bar club that I lasted four minutes in. I, I, I turned yep. right around. I spent forty dollars getting in there. Yeah, I wonder if we could have just asked. How does the refund policy work when if it's just, just a, a bar club? We went straight from there to that place that did the chili hot dogs, like the, the cheese fries. Oh yeah, that place that was, was great. Dope. That was like a, a perfect, like just walking out at one thirty and seeing this like greasy ass chili cheese dog yeah. place. That's a twenty four hour like DC staple. Oh, the whose dog, name dude. I completely forget. Me too, because I was trashed. <laughs> uh, and I. This, I guess, isn't even a performance thing, but I will say I love traveling by train. That's maybe my favorite thing about performing on the East Coast. Mm. That Acela. Oh, my God. Just a, it's just so like efficient, streamlined, beautiful. Yeah, I don't know why I get carsick looking like doing work in cars, but on a train, which is pretty like, you know, rocky just as a car is. Yeah. You yeah, feel this, fine. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Yeah, train from D.C. to Brooklyn. Uh, and then the Brooklyn show was just crazy. Yeah, we had that really tight Airbnb. 
Hall. Great, great, great venue. Great Airbnb. The place was overflowing. We had sold it out. Friends, family. Yeah, we had a guest list. They were like, all right, 25 names. We're like, all right, done. We have it at 28, but that should be fine. Good to go. And then by the time we got to Brooklyn, we had to add like 17 more names. Yeah. So we had a list of like 45, and they're like, we have to just charge you for the extra names. So we're like starting to pay for our friends to get in, because I feel bad being like, Actually, the show's sold out. Sorry, it's Amir always, Cohen. Right. It's always easy because like, people, when you have a, an infinite guest list, which it sort of seems like in the beginning when you can add 25 people, yeah, people ask for friends of friends, and you're like, oh, yeah, sure, they're on the list. Yeah. And then like your best friends are the ones that don't add, ask. They're the, they're the ones that just like come that like day of and they text you like hey i'm downstairs can i get in <laughs> yeah or as i was walking on stage sarah's like hey i'm gonna get there late i i should have no problem getting in right i'm like i don't i don't know i think not i hope not i think you could text anybody else and they should be able to let you in yeah fortunately we got them all in we uh we showed that's when lonely and horny came out so nobody had seen the first episode right showing them the first two ep- episodes i was super nervous yeah so nervous when the first one came on and then, like, the first joke, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't bought it yet. I don't know why I haven't, but I don't want to spoil it. But the first joke, like, landed, and I was like, oh, thank God. If they like this. But, yeah. That sets the tone. Uh, you can still uh, pre-order. I oh, know. sorry. I should say order now. Pre-order is over. You can still watch Lonely and Horny at vimeo.com slash Lonely and Horny. Order it. You get the whole thing. Uh, first two episodes online now. Next two on Friday. The next two are also and very awesome. By the way, this one's uh, the New York Times... Uh, told us that it was worth streaming so, so i don't know if they're you trust actually a that. pretty widely read <laughs> publication i don't know if you guys read the jew york crimes but uh they seem to like it yeah uh, least, if you like it half as much as my parents <laughs> do when we're the new york times then you'll you have, you've already ordered it yeah uh from brooklyn we went on to boston and we thought brooklyn was crazy until we got to boston yeah boston was this sort of uh insane bacchanalian yeah boston was a saturday night vibe uh the crowd was kind of crazier drunker uh i think boston in general is a drunker city yeah and the fact that the show started saturday night at 10 uh fed into that vibe yep Um, so we i we usually are like drinking whiskey throughout the night this show boston we were drinking vodka red bull backstage (laughs) yeah and then which was a dangerous game it really was but Uh, it was a really great show super uh, fun we did our uh oh shoot i forgot to uh we got to uh, hang out uh, on harvard's campus yeah Um, before the show right we went to the harvard lampoon and met all the fine ladies and gentlemen who work there right harvard lampoon being a the 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 institution yeah the the literary magazine yeah uh and uh, you know people like conan have uh written for it or yeah. he ran it or whatever i bet anyway um so that was an exciting place to be inside of yeah you have we, to be invited and we got inducted we are now honorary yeah. members we were we did the abridged version of the hazing i think it was hazing yeah <clears throat> it's a secret thing so we can't even talk about it we were but definitely they... locked in the basement for nine days, <laughs> and we all had to. We, if we threw up into a giant trash can in the middle of the room, yeah, we had to cry ourselves out. Uh, we had to fill it up with our own tears and swim to safety. Uh, it really, it really was like uh, some kind of 
crazy hazing ritual. Yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't happen on the West Coast because like the hazing rituals are older than uh, Los Angeles. Right. So like the Harvard started before America did. So their mm-hmm. traditions and uh, customs are several hundred years old. Yeah, so it's, I think if we went to, like, the University of Phoenix yeah. and anyone tried to haze me, I would be like, yeah. uh, this isn't really, like... It, it, it's, I'm good. It doesn't have a lot of historical merit. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, people that I respect as comedy idols and icons <laughs> haven't also endured it. So I'm not going to. Yeah. Especially because I think University of Phoenix is, like, an online school. So, like, imagine that. Yeah. Like, we're just, like, cyberbullying. Yeah. (laughs) Or, uh, and then we were invited to a party after the show, which we're a little bit on the fence about. Because, you know, when when you're invited to a college party, it sounds exciting in my brain. Right. Because, like, oh, college party, that sounds pretty fun. And then, like, uh, as we leave and do the show, there's a little bit of the self-doubt. Wait a minute. I'm 33. Right. And when I went to college parties and i saw a 33 year old it wasn't i felt bad for him yeah why is he there and people might have felt bad for us but we were having way too much fun to care (laughs) oh we should say that we did go to the party oh yeah so we went to the party uh it was a party at uh there's these are not secret details right i don't think i mean no i think that the final clubs are all like yeah that's it's it was part of the social network movie yeah it's basically like a co-ed fraternity society of sorts Having a big themed party. We are gentlemen of Harvard. Yeah. Now. We're members of the Lampoon. We can go to the finals club. Let us in. I, I've never seen a, a college party with a legit bouncer. Yeah, Usually it's like bouncers. another 21 year old. And yeah, I think like as soon as I walked in for the rest of the night, I had a bottle of champagne in my hand. Right. Dancing on tables. It was a stinky, sweaty. Dave and Marty. Oh, by the way, Dave uh, surprised <laughs> everyone in Boston and performed with us. Yeah, he came out for a couple questions. The milkman himself, which was really great. Uh, and then he came with us to this party. Right. <laughs> it's like the. Just like all of the craziest shit in the world, there were these two giant ice luges. One oh, yeah. was shaped like a naked body of a woman, yeah. and the other one was shaped like a giant dick. Sure. So you had to like you know perform oral sex to uh, get your vodka, right? Uh, anyway, so we did that, and then upstairs there was just this like huge, you know, amazing dining room table or something, and a DJ, and just hundreds of kids dancing, <laughs> sweating. The theme of the party is Euro trash. So yeah. Everyone's dressed up in these crazy costumes. Uh huh. Um, was it I'm illegal? Turning, I, I, what's that? Was it illegal that we were there? Maybe. I was. So I was. I was dancing with somebody. Uh huh. And in front of me, just like the most insane <laughs> shit is happening. Just like you know, people making out, people grinding on the dance floor, people jumping around. Uh, and I'm like, this is crazy. And then the girl says to me your friends are getting really lit. <laughs> and I turned around, and Dave and Marty are both shirtless. <laughs> it was really hot, to be uh, fair. Dave is like sitting on the table, and Marty is over him, standing on the table, pretending to, I guess, skull fuck him. <laughs> turned down for what? So as crazy as everything that was happening in front of me, behind they are yeah they're taking it too far <laughs> which, is, which is hard to do as someone 10 years older than everyone there yeah uh so that was a fun little exciting night and then after that imagine that after everything we've talked about and discussed the chili cheese fries the live shows the nights out the the party uh, at harvard we get on a train again 
Yep. And we're off to New Haven. And we go and get picked up by my mother. <laughs> That's right. Your mommy picks us up. Your daddy gives us sandwiches. We walk around Yale for a nice little Sunday. A nice Sunday stroll. And we get to perform. Yeah. One more time. Yet again that night. Uh, Pistol Wave in New Haven. The homecoming uh, show for the boy. With, and for Allison Williams. It was yeah. her homecoming show, too. Right. So your family was there. Allison was there. Uh, new friends. Old friends. Uh, carrying us through one last night yeah that was the night where i only had two whiskeys uh smart yeah. at that point like it doesn't it it evaporates I, before it hits your stomach I, yeah i honestly don't even i probably could have had like 10 whiskeys and just been fine so even keel this is when we have to like start eating like reintroducing green things to our oh, diet dude. again slowly like when was the last time you had like uh i guess anything that isn't I don't think I've eaten a food that wasn't yellow or brown in the last it was <laughs> seven days. On the sandwich that my dad made. Oh yeah, a, a buttery, fatty uh, vegetable uh, sort. Yeah, but I haven't had like a salad or a or I don't a even fruit. Know if I've had fruit. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's all been it's been bananas, garbage. bagels, and French fries for about oh, six well, days that's straight. A true banana. That's yeah, bananas solid. are good. Pizza. I mean, it's yeah, it's been cheat week, dude. I'm very excited to just have. A smoothie and some salad. But like after, like for lunch, like this still counts as the cheat week, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's still, it's not a Sunday for us, but it feels like it's a Sunday. I'm going to have a disgusting dinner. Yeah, because this is like our last send off. I think I'm going to get a burrito. Oh, that's good. So like a a thing a, oh yeah oh yeah look, look at like that my stomach looks like Dave's stomach right now <laughs> didn't you say Dave negged you after the show oh yeah Dave we had like such a fun <laughs> night such a fun this is also before we went to the party and I was kind of miserable at the first bar that we went to uh, because you were just joking for the party yeah because I wanted to go to the party I was like what is this what are we doing why are we not at the party I don't like this this is not the party we should go to the party yeah and and uh, Marty's promising we were going to go to the party yeah and, like, I could see that slipping away yeah I could see us not going like to this sand party. through your fingernails yeah, this party like, because I'm, if you, we're leaving in half an hour. We're gonna leave in half an hour. Then half an hour comes up. It's like you really want to leave. Yeah, it's, it's already twelve one thirty. Sure. I'm. Uh, so I was, I was feeding for this party anyway. So I'm already in. Like, so Dave, you're anxious. Yeah, I'm anxious. But Dave and I, we had such a fun night. We performed together, and Dave starts going. <laughs> he's like, "You're kind of a loser, aren't you?" <laughs> I was like, "No, I don't want to do this. Stop." He's like, "No, you're." You're you're a bit of a loser, don't you think? When did that happen? Like, when did you become a loser? You used to be so cool. Don't you remember? <laughs> Dave loves trying to figure out what the small voice of self-doubt is going on in your brain and putting a megaphone up to his own asshole and yeah. farting it so loudly that you can only hear that self-doubt. And, like, frame it as something, like, that's not even, like, you're a, you're a loser. Like, then I could say you're a loser back. Yeah. But to say... You're a bit of a loser, don't you think? That <laughs> is have... sort of, everybody sort of thinks that. <laughs> now I have to answer that question, and I can't say, no, I'm not a loser. So, like, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit of a loser. You don't have any fun, do you, Jake? <laughs> and then he's he notices the rip in the fabric, and that's all he needs. He's right. the, he needs that small tear yeah, before he can reaction. rip the whole thing over. He He's a needle man. <laughs> he's Dave yeah. Needleman. Uh, so that was our week. Yeah, and uh, and then and then think, oh, I, we also forgot just because we're talking about Dave as the guest, Ben yeah. as the guest in Brooklyn. Yeah, Ben came out and surprised everyone in Brooklyn, ben surprised everybody. And that was I think Allison. the loudest we've heard a crowd, uh, for real. 
and uh, Allison like absolutely destroyed New Haven. She gave us that shot. The yeah. the first thing I forgot about that. So I did drink a lot in New Haven. The yeah. very first thing Allison did <laughs> when she came out on stage was give us something called the last shot. Yeah, I didn't realize that where we were performing was such a Yale uh, staple more than just like a New Haven staple. Oh yeah, it's like uh, well, I mean, it's on Yale's campus. Oh, is it? Yeah, basically everything in. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. New Haven's pretty big, but. Where we were is is Yale's campus. Mostly across from, Yaleys. Across from Toads is uh, Yale dorms, I think. Right. Uh, and it's just imagine a place that has the stickiest grounds ever. Like just 30 years of sloppiness occurred there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have been kicked out of Toads I, it definitely once and maybe twice. Imagine the job of being a bouncer at a college bar. You have to like either love that shit i think like a dave type person where he like gets off to like telling little kids what to do yeah yeah like when it's time for to kick them out i think it's really fun but you have to kick out so many people every week every day isn't it twice a week that they have parties there well they have shows i think almost every night uh they have they have specific parties on like wednesday and saturday and then what was the band that you said you saw there was a sublime cover band sublime cover band bad fish yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was when i got kicked out actually for just being too too you i was with my friend who was throwing up in the bathroom yeah and i guess you're not allowed to you're not really (laughs) you're probably allowed to do that but like also if they see that you're too drunk and you're like not 21 yeah they have like a lot of tolerance for (laughs) that's the two strikes too drunk and not 21 yeah um fortunately nobody puked i think at our show uh yeah i would be surprised to find out if somebody did um all right that's the that's the week-long recap uh but what is this podcast in general let's talk about the flight what'd you watch oh great question i was uh binging (laughs) i really was binging you were binge eating on the flight i was binge eating you ate two sleeves of pringles (laughs) six tennis ball canisters of pringles uh, and then i said i'll have the rest of the peanuts whatever went uneaten (laughs) just put them into little plastic cups and start feeding them to me uh, it was economy comfort indeed, yeah. and we were very comfortable. I assure you, we were that. quite economic. Uh, so this, uh, what you're listening to right now, is, aside from being a recap, it's an advice podcast. That's right. It's actually the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by Jake and I. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting real emails from real people trying to preserve their anonymity, so we're going to give them fake names. We went through a lot of questions this week, but there were some questions uh, that we figured would be better for. Our, an intimate setting, not quite a live show. There's a subtle difference. Yes. Questions have to be a bit sillier, bigger, broader for the live audience. But here we can talk about real shit. Finally. So how about this for a real shit? Um, guy's name? Um, let's try to use guys who were part of our tour. Okay. Okay, so first guy's name that I can think of, sure, um, is oh, what's um, uh, Charlie, one of our contacts at one of the venues. Oh, that was great. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie helped us get in and load. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So Charlie writes, "I'm a 16 year old from Canada, and here's my problem. Ever since elementary school, I was branded a gifted child, and I've been enrolled in higher level classes because of it." My verbal production is in the 99.7th percentile, which leaves me unable to relate to my peers. The level of discourse in a typical high school conversation is so low that I pretend to be engaged in 
find stuff funny, etc., in order to fit in. I seem to be in between the nerds and the normal people with my interests. For example, I enjoy competitive sports, but I don't like pop culture, video games, and I am disinterested with high school drama. This means that I have the, a little in common with the elite students. How far should I go to mask my personality and change who I am in order to be accepted? Is it okay to maintain this false pretense of being normal in order to get pussy from time to time? Thanks. Love, Charlie. Uh, okay. So this guy from Mensa wants to know <laughs> if he's allowed to play an average Joe every time he wants to finger bang somebody. Yeah, I don't think you can say percentile and pussy in the same question. Right. You, you have to choose one or the other. Say one, you don't get the other. Are you a guy in the 99.7th percentile in verbal production? You know what we have to do? We have to uh, we have to neg him and beat his intellect down until he feels... Because this guy's been told he's highly gifted his whole life. Right. And it went to his head. Yeah, let's just... Let's just tell you, you're maybe gifted. Yeah, I wouldn't say highly, dude. Yeah. You're, you're what, 16, and you're saying shit like, uh, 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 actually, this is really well written. Yeah, he, yeah, he I'd has actually, a pretty good vocabulary. Fuck, I'd bump it up to the 99.8th percentile. I would let him finger me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Whether he masks his personality or not. I guess there's a certain point where his intelligence is going to be a help, not a hindrance. And I think there's a chance that it's, during high school. It could be now. That what? I mean, people don't... Oh, they start liking ner- nerds? Yeah, people like people who are smart all the time. You have to be dumb in other ways to be a huge loser in high school. So, the idea that, like, nerds are smart and uncool, uh, is that sort of fake? Is it like, if you're attractive, you're cool, whether you're smart or not? There are plenty of popular kids at my school who are like... Really good at football and really smart. Yeah. And they like did class government type shit. Right. <laughs> so you could be a person like that. But then also, but then I think nerds are like, oh, I don't get girls because I'm so smart. Like, no, you don't get girls because you are, are, are skinny and you dress bad. Yeah. You're just blaming your intelligence, but you're smart enough to know that that's not actually true. Your brain is good, but your looks are bad. Yeah. You don't think that if you were dumber, it would be better. If anything, that's the only thing you can hang your hat on right now. Yeah. Soak it in. Embrace it. And you need the, the smarts. future is brighter. Uh, but there's two kinds of smarts, as as everybody knows. There's like street smart, somebody who's cool, somebody who's like not always overthinking things. You're just like a chill dude. Right. And is then there's people. Or is that, that's just your attitude, though. That's, I think you have to be like, it's some social intelligence where like, you know where there's a group of four and somebody's acting weird and three people know and one person doesn't? Yeah. So like, it's, it's about not being that one guy. Right. Like I, there was, I won't say names, names, but there was a part this weekend where somebody was acting a little weird Mm. and it was just like so noticeable except for that weird person. What, wait, is, was it me? Uh, yeah, (laughs) that's, that's the problem. It was actually me. When was it? Uh, I'll tell you during the break. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Never mind. I uh, was there. But it just, it's, it's just about little things like that. Like, and it, it doesn't have to do with liking pop culture, video games, or high school drama. I don't like uh, video games. and I mean, I love high school drama, sure. <laughs> Still. To and I was day. invited to a fucking college party, dude. So well, I actually, <laughs> high school drama is 
kind of my favorite. <laughs> I really like high school drama and high school musical and high school love musical. Uh, so what should he do? Uh, should he change, mask my personality? I don't think you can do that. I really don't think you can mask your personality. Right. You can actively become a better person. But if you're... But he's not a bad person because he's not smart. I guess maybe the problem to me is that like it it sounds like he's being a little elitist where he's like, I don't find any of the same things interesting or cool as my other friends. I wasn't terribly smart in high school, but I also didn't like uh, drama. Right. I mean, the theater geeks were such nerds, right? Is yeah. that what he means? Well, the problem he is... He doesn't like the drama club? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, good. Uh, there's there's things other than intelligence that you can uh, find in people. So, like, if you're so smart, dude, why don't you realize that you don't have to be smart to be, like, considered cool? You can get along with somebody who does love pop culture, does love video games is interested in high school drama. Everybody, regardless of how smart you are, there's always something that that person knows more than you about. Right. Also, I think a lot of people really dislike high school or don't really know how to handle high school. Right. And I think that's not because everybody at your high school likes all the same things. I think people like many varied things. So just find something that you really, truly like. And then you find the people who like the same thing. Right. Everybody in high school thinks that they're, everybody's the same except for them. But everybody thinks that. And everybody is that. Everybody's their own actual unique individual person. It's just about finding people who are the most like-minded. Aren't there other higher level? I mean, you're in a higher level class. What about the other kids in that higher level class? The kids that I hung out with in high school uh, were like the other like, quote unquote, higher level class people. Like I hung out with the kids in like my AP classes because I wasn't cool enough to hang out with the kids who weren't in AP classes. Yeah. And that was my little niche. That was my bubble. Those were my buddies. Those are my friends. Yeah, just be, you could be friends with the other smart people. Uh, and then I guess it doesn't help that he like really wants pussy. But smart people hook up with each other, too. It's a little weird that he said, maintain a false pretense in order to get pussy from time to time. Yeah, it's, not, it's almost like he get? duped us the entire email. Of like, <laughs> oh, this guy's actually pretty intelligent. Like, can I trick people? <laughs> See, we all do want the same thing. You're concerned, you're concerned, you're concerned. How do I lie to get pussy? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the, the question that everybody asked that this guy actually wrote down is, is it okay to maintain a false pretense of being normal in order to get pussy? That's the question on everybody's mind. And I don't know what the answer is, but I will at least tell you that other guys in your high school also want pussy. So you can bond with anybody in high school over that. Yeah. Bond over the P. Bond over your shared desire for pussy and the fact that you're not getting any. That's what high school is. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot of 16-year-olds hooking up, are there? I Honestly, who knows what the kids are doing these days. When I was in high school, it seemed like people didn't... It wasn't happening a ton. Yeah, and we're talking about kids... And with my friends, it wasn't happening at all. We're talking about kids that were born in the year 2000, so... We are, we, I suddenly, I feel like the college party is for me. Like, those were my peoples. Those people were born in 1997. Like, <laughs> those are my homies. These, these millennials, I don't know. I can't keep track of them. Yeah, they're uh, wily. Uh, all right, let's take a break and uh, come back 
answer maybe a few more questions and then we gotta upload this shit dude it's it's almost we're almost at a out of monday yeah shit let's do it we'll be back Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. And that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Hey, we're back. This is the first podcast episode we've released since Lonely and Horny came out. Yes. So we can officially thank people not only for watching it, but for giving us uh, their, 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 um, I want to say mostly praise uh we've heard nothing but uh thoughtful comments from everybody uh and fortunately for us you guys seem to be digging it so far thank you very very much for Uh, your support and your positivity we're all up on the subreddit uh people are already using inside jokes uh from episodes one and two 
I'm uh, the only one that I am. At first, I was a little scared to release two a week instead of like the whole damn thing at the same damn time. Right. But now I kind of like it. Like now people are getting used to episodes one and two. And then on Friday, episodes three and four are going to seem like fresh and new and exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for three and four to come out. I'm excited for like every every couple is like a, a kind of a nice little like uh, duo. Yeah. And man, it's so fun to see the subreddit come alive again. Yeah. With to, new like, content, new video content. Yeah. It's it's fucking great. Uh, and um, not only over uh, how much you guys like the jokes or whatever, but we have to thank Bobby, our DP, for making it look so beautiful because that's yeah. one of the main compliments we've gotten is how true. this looks like a real TV show. This looks like a real movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's because we used all the same equipment, uh, facilities, and would. pre-production, post-production as a movie would. But uh, the other thing... All we had that was the same as a real production, I think, is the lenses. Right. So it goes a, uh, a lot to the credit of the producers, Jillian, Jask, and Alex Kerna, the Brevity Wit crew. Yeah. And Bobby's whole team. I don't know. Everybody just like took the small budget that we had and made everything look really good. Yeah. You don't need $21 million. You just need $15 million to make right. something like Lonely and Horny. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Uh, so thanks everybody who's checked it out so far uh, lonelyandhorny.com or vimeo.com slash lonelyandhorny orders are still rolling in uh, we appreciate yeah. it you're not too late you're only too late for the 15% off but you know what that's just a couple bucks I'll Venmo you 250 what costs $15 that seems sort of insignificant in the grand scheme of things, or yeah. when you look at it, uh, yeah, because a lot of people are like, 15. "It's fourteen ninety nine. That's like a pr- that's a big pill to swallow." Right. And then we can be like, "It's not that much. That's the price of uh, a large pizza." Oh, that's good. But the pizza will fill me up. Lonely and horny leaves me empty and wanting more food. Uh, well, actually, it will fill your heart with love oh and it will fill your life with joy fuck it we'll give you a pizza instead laughter and i'll have pepperoni (laughs) mushroom and sausage on my lonely and horny video order uh you could get a pizza and watch lonely and horny that'd be uh, kind of a fun activity yeah oh that's like a good rainy day activity Send us a selfie of you eating pizza and watching Lonely and Horny. I'm getting lots of snaps, getting lots of tweets, getting lots of Facebook yeah. messages. People are digging it so far. I'm trying to open every single snap I get so people... It's To me, it's almost like favoriting a tweet. It's acknowledging. It's like, I saw this and I read it and I appreciate you. Yeah. And if you have seen it and you, you, you want to let us know what you think, we are all up on Twitter and Snapchat um, and Facebook. Uh, so let us know. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, should we try to answer a few more questions before we have to go? Yeah. How long have we been doing this? Uh, 35, 40 minutes at this point. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's one that doesn't have quite have to do with love, but uh, is from a lady. Okay. How about Mitzi? Mitzi. Mitzi was our girl in Washington, D.C. She showed us around. She showed us the ropes. The hookup. She, uh, she works with HeadGum, our podcast network, uh, and it was great to finally meet her. Mitzi, rightsy. Uh, I was in the bathroom listening to music on my phone, and I accidentally knocked it into the toilet. I immediately fished it out, and it is now in a bag of rice, and I'm praying that it will be magically okay soon. It's an iPhone 4 that I bought secondhand for $70 a few months ago. Really, my question is, what do I do if it doesn't survive? I have the money for a new phone, but I really don't 
want to spend it seeing as I'm working a minimum wage job to save up for university. I'm in my last year of high school. But now that I have had an iPhone, there's no going back to a grotty Android. Yuck. And I need a phone for obvious reasons. I'm in a panic and I can't think straight. Help. P.S. Please come to New Zealand. I would love to go to New Zealand. Yeah, that'd be really fun, actually. Yeah. Uh, done. If we go back, we're talking about going back to Australia. Yeah, we got to go back their summer, our winter. Yeah. And with, when we do that, uh, I say we make a push to go to New Zealand. Smart. Anyway, uh, you had an iPhone 4. 4. Yeah. Honey. Honey. <laughs> You didn't have a nice <laughs> You did yourself a favor, sweetheart. <laughs> I flushed all of my... Th- anything less than a 5SE is going down the toilet. Yeah, and that's on purpose because I am wiping my ass with old phones. Right. And you have to know I that. actually have a very bad plumbing problem. Yep. I actually shit Android. Really? I have a very bad gastrointestinal problem. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, there's a Galaxy Note S4 coming out of your butthole. I am very ill because yeah. I eat the oh, Galaxy you have to eat S5s, phones. Oh. and they digest, they break down And that's a how they bit. come out of your butthole. Mm-hmm. So you're not shoving it up there and spitting it out. Nope, I it swallow is a phone, hole. and then I shit it out, hole. often whole. Often whole, sometimes uh, not, some, of your hole. Yep, and my thankfully my anus is shaped like a, it's a, slot. a large coin slot. It's a large slot, right? Yes. I was going to say, it's like, you look Correcto like a, mundo, you look mundo. like an upside down piggy bank, oh, good here, sir. Here oh, it comes. Oh my God, you are giving birth to a... Oh, 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 it's a galaxy. It's a note. It's a full tablet. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the stylus. (laughs) Oh, sorry about that one. Uh, And I'm sorry about your phone. Yeah. Have you ever dropped a phone in the toilet? Never dropped a phone in the toilet. Dropped a phone twice on the pavement and had it shatter. Ever have a get it wet and do the rice thing? I... It's the most commonly known trick, I feel like. Everyone knows about the rice tip. Actually, we made a rice joke in The Lonely and Horny. That's right. In the cold open, I so, dropped my phone in the pool. I don't talk anymore about it, but you guys should go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what's the theory there, that the rice absorbs the moisture? Um, I, yeah. The mo- that's a what? great Mythbusters to see if that's actually a thing. When I was uh, dealing weed in high school. Nice, dude. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, sometimes yeah, it would... I would get it. It would be super, super dry. Like a dank sticky or like not that dank, kush? Not to, like, it would be like arid like a like tumbleweed. <laughs> oh, like a crispy and nobody leaf? Wants to, yeah, nobody wants weed that is That's like, like tobacco. That. They're like, they're, it kind of feels like, what the fuck are you giving me? Yeah. So there are these tricks and uh, we, I would put in an orange peel uh-huh. into the bag <laughs> okay. and leave it for an hour. And then when... When I came back, uh, it maybe it was overnight, but anyway, the orange peel, the rind was just like super dry and the weed was wet. Oh, so it almost like moistened the other the leaves. And I mean, what do you do when you cook rice? I, maybe it's not true, I guess, but like, yeah, you rice put a absorbs, little orange peel in it. Well, uh, instead you of put water it. in there and then the rice absorbs the water. You're right. So you surround the, the the watery phone with rice, and the rice absorbs the water from the phone. Yeah, and then the phone becomes super dry. You put it in the bag with a little bit of a peel. Suddenly, it gets a little wet and citrusy. And then you can sell that to the kids that live down the street for $15, $20 a gram. I love, I love that. And if the average phone weighs, what, six, six fluid ounces? I mean, yeah. uh, so uh, let's see here. Um, 
There's no going back to a grotty Android. That seems like a bad. A lot of people like Android. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I, I guess I understand what you're saying because there's to me, there's no going back to a grotty iPhone four. Yeah, so grotty. Uh, what if it doesn't survive? I think a phone is the one thing you need more than anything else. I was asking someone the other day, would you rather lose your phone or your wallet? Mm. What do you think? What What would you say to that? I guess your wallet, which has cash credit cards your license basically everything that's not your phone i think i might rather lose my phone actually see i said wallet because your wallet everything is annoying to replace but replaceable so is your phone no because your phone has like information on it that seems very like compromisable and it also i don't know what the fuck i have on the cloud so i don't know like what my photos they can erase i mean they can restore your phone even while you don't have it but I, I'm not on the cloud. So there's a lot of shit on here that's just gone when I lose my phone. Uh, photos, for example. Yeah. A lot right. of photos. And then like re-downloading everything and resetting everything up seems more painful to me than just being like, hey, American Express, send me a new card. Right. But I guess I have a lot of cards that I would have to track down. I'd have to get... I would rather do everything... Dig- this is such a boring <laughs> discussion for us to be having, but I guess maybe it's kind of interesting. Uh, I would rather do everything digitally than like email my my health insurance and have them send me a new like and just wait for mail to come. Getting mail is very <laughs> nobody wants mail. Just like waiting for letters and packages and then like opening the cards, putting them back in. I, I would rather also just the like, price of a wallet is less than the price of a phone. Just think about it as pure monetary thing. I thought you were saying. I I guess out of i'm thinking pure convenience right well it's convenience of cash and also time and effort i think replacing a wallet is easier and less uh costly than replacing a phone well i guess that much is obvious what a phone costs six hundred dollars <laughs> but who knows I how much we were... cards cash the actual wallet itself how much do you th- like how much cash are you carrying six hundred dollars i think if it's if it's monetarily the exact same which is what i was assuming <laughs> okay uh, then I would rather lose my wallet. But if it's, yeah, if it's just my current wallet or throw yeah, my yeah. phone down. That's right. I'm talking about your two things that are currently in your pockets right now. You have to throw one of them into a shredder. Which one do you get rid of? Oh, my wallet. It's way less expensive. <laughs> but what about replacing everything? It'd be annoying, but it would save me $400. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather lose my wallet than my phone. Oh, wait. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said you'd rather lose your phone. Well, I'm saying I I feel like you didn't give me the entire scope of the <laughs> scenario. All right, in a in reality as you know it today, I thought we were doing it in a vacuum. Like what's you <laughs> to me? You made it seem like it was uh, it was like which one's more convenient to lose? Okay, so not now like that which you one know. Is, is more like yeah, which one's more expensive? <laughs> not expensive. <laughs> You're holding two things, right? Your phone and your wallet. Right. You got to throw one of them into the Grand Canyon, never see it again. Yes. Which one would you do? And I have to deal with the very real consequences of <laughs> Keep in mind, this isn't a vacuum. We're, we're an entire vacuum. Of course, vacuum. I would rather get lose my wallet. With all the contents inside of it? Yes. Yes. I don't have any cash. <laughs> I mean, we're, this is, a, this, I feel like the scenario you turned it into has nothing turned to do with it. Turned it into? I was asking you that the whole time. <laughs> I didn't turn it into anything. 
But now you're asking me a question of which is more expensive. No, no, I'm not. Forget that. It's not a convenience question because I'm not doing either of this out of convenience. I'm doing it solely to save money. You're not doing it anything at all. It's just a hypothetical question. I thought we were going to get rid of my phone or wallet at the end of this conversation. I'm about to dump it into a fucking pool, for Christ's sake. Uh, So what should this lady in New Zealand do? Uh, Her question is, what do I do if it doesn't survive? I really think you... Figure out a way to scrounge up the money and get yourself a new phone. $70 US. Yeah, that's not an insane amount of money. You know, Jeff had a good idea uh, for getting a free old phone on Twinovation. Oh, um, signing up for Uber Eats? Yeah, maybe there's, maybe uh, there's if there's Uber Eats in your, uh, or Uber in general, any ride-sharing program, if that exists in New Zealand, they'll give you a free phone. Yeah. That's yours to have. And do you have to drive yeah sure legally technically of course right. I, I think the the jury's still out on if jeff's gonna be in trouble for <laughs> stealing yeah phone. so maybe this is bad advice but at the same time it is advice there's ways to get phones that's true um yeah you got you're a slick person you could hustle i know it yeah come on mitzi the the re, the truest answer is that you you're very upset you need the phone you have to find a way to get the phone back <laughs> You need that phone. You better hope to God. And let us know because this email was sent two days ago. Yeah. So please do let us know if that uh, if the rice trick worked. Keep it in the rice for as long as it takes. Uh, and if your phone's feeling a little dry, do that orange peel trick too. And mm. it's just a cute little way of making your device smell like a nice little citrus. Yeah, if you over dry it. Uh, vitamin C for you and your phone. Uh, all right. Now we're out of time. Now we got to post this shit. Let's get this shit online. Thank uh, you all very much for your patience. Thanks for coming out to the shows. If you did, big shout to Ben, Dave, Allison, and to the cities of D.C., <laughs> Brooklyn, Boston, and Pistol Wave in New Haven, the 203Z. Let's go, my alma mater of <laughs> Yale University. We are the Yale Bulldogs. Hi-ho, through and through. A woo, gentleman woo. always says hello to you and you and yours and yours and hers and hers and his. The opening theme song was written by MCMR. Remember that, Rapster? Yeah. And then the closing one is written by Caleb. If you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, your own anythings, uh, send it on over to show at gmail.com. Um, and again, thank you to everybody that's watched our new web series, Lonely and Horny. We, we did this for you guys, so we're glad you're enjoying it so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New episodes coming out on Friday. Uh, all right, good night, goodbye. Peace.
起。That was a headgum podcast.